AskDearAbby.com. Dear Abby is a life coaching company that was founded by Abby Awotasu. At Dear Abby, we believe in empowering single women to unapologetically own their identities and grow in self-love. We know that in order for you to find true, meaningful, lasting love, you must first love and fully embrace yourself, flaws and all. Contact us today at askdearabby.com for your personalized coaching session that will get you on the path to ultimately finding your soulmate. And follow Dear Abby on social media at Ask Dear Abby on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hello, and welcome to the Ask Dear Abby show. My name is Abimbola Awutesu, but many refer to me as Abby. I am the owner and founder of the life coaching company, Dear Abby. At Dear Abby, we empower single women and men to unapologetically own their identities and grow in self-love. Because we know that in order for you to find true, meaningful, lasting love, you must first love and fully embrace yourself, nuances, flaws, and all. This whole journey started when I was born in Lagos, Nigeria, um, 33 years ago. Ha ha ha, I just gave you my age. <laughs> And um, I, I, I was born and raised in Lagos, Nigeria, on the African continent. I grew up in a loving family. My parents have always been there for me. They've always been very supportive of me and my dreams. And I grew up, I had a beautiful childhood. But like we all know, there's no perfect scenario. And there were challenges that I faced as a child growing up in that environment, challenges that were beyond my control. Well, one thing that I have learned in life is tenacity and perseverance. And in spite of all the challenges and the hurdles that have been thrown and continue to be thrown at me because I'm a human being, I continue to use resilience, strength, confidence, and a total and complete trust in God as the guide to my life. And so far, God hasn't failed me, and I know he's not going to fail you either. With Dear Abby, our life coaching company is all about empowering single men and women to really step into who they are and for them to embrace themselves just the way they are. And we know, as I said earlier, that once you embrace yourself and you love yourself fully and authentically, the universe starts opening up to you and it starts conspiring to bless you. And it's really just a matter of time before you find your soulmate. Because in the universe, like attracts like. And if you are a positive person, if you have a good heart, if you are a, a, a person that, that, that exudes positive energies of love, of acceptance, of compassion, of patience, of integrity, you will attract that into your life. And that is what the Dear Abby brand is all about, aligning you with your true purpose in life so that you can attract a worthy partner into your life and both of you can together form a formidable force that overcomes the world. Now, I'm going to introduce my co-hosts. Hello, guys. Can you go ahead and join me? Hi, Hi Abby. Hi. What's up? Hi, Vinny. How are you? I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm I very good. I'm happy to be on your show this time. I got to listen last week and I thought of a lot of questions for myself. So I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm very happy to have you. What's your name, dear? My name is Mia. Nice to meet you. Yeah. 
Nice to meet you too, Mia. So let us proceed. Do, do you guys have any questions, any thoughts? I know that last week we spoke about, we mentioned some things when I was with Pierre and, and Slick. Um, Pierre talked about energy vampires, how it's, it, some people are just energy vampires and they just suck the life and the positivity out of you by you being in their space and how it's really important that we guard ourselves from energy vampires. Um, do you guys want to ex expatiate and go go deeper with that? Energy vampires? Yes. I, I never put a clip of energy vampire on my show. <laughs> no one watches this, but still. <laughs> Energy vampires take the soul out of you, take up most of your time, and talk to you a lot, and you kind of don't care what they think or do. Hmm. Mia, what are your thoughts on energy vampires? So an energy vampire is basically someone who just, like, sucks the energy, like, kind of takes that away from you. Yeah. Um... I guess I do understand that. Yeah, I guess one person from my past is a good... That defines them pretty well. I've never heard that term before. <laughs> yeah, Pierre coined it last week, and I thought ah. it was so profound. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> good job, well, to me, what would I... Well, an, energy, an energy vampire, to me, is somebody who is, is not very positive with the auras that they exude from themselves, you know, and I know we all have tough days. You know, life isn't perfect. It is what you make of it. But there are people who focus on the negative. Instead of seeing the glass as half full, they tend to see the glass as half empty. And because they have that negative perception about life, about relationships, about connections with people, they just carry that en that negative energy with them wherever they go. And it, it, it can be so draining and so exhausting being around energy vampires because when you, when, when you meet them and you guys start having a conversation, you leave the conversation feeling drained and exhausted. You don't leave the conversation feeling lifted up. And it's so important that we guard our hearts against people that don't necessarily mean well or don't have a very healthy, positive mental attitude towards life. Because how you think determines the outcomes of your life. And if you surround yourself with people who are kind of negative, it, it might affect your energy in a, in a not so positive way. So, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yes. So, um, Mia, tell me a bit about yourself. Um, hmm. I am a college student. I'm finishing my last semester right now. I'm an intern here with the Brooklyn Cafe, and I am a bartender. So that's the three big things about me. I've been single for a long time, so I thought of a couple good questions I wanted to ask you. So one of my okay. questions that I immediately thought of was... Um, so all my best friends have boyfriends and they always kind of make fun of me because I'm very picky when it comes to men. Like I kind of have like a list of things that I feel like they need to have for me to, you know, date them. And they always kind of say that that's bad. But I was wondering what what's your take on that? Well, Mia, it's very good to have standards and mm -hmm. I applaud you for having standards. You know, you, you should not. You should not feel like you have to bend or settle for something that is not ideal to what you want. You know, when I was in the dating scene, before I married my husband, I too had, I had a list. I had a list of what I wanted in a man. And 
I, I've, I've dated a few people in my past. I will not deny that fact. I dated, and, and for the honest truth, I've dated a lot of very put-together men, you know? It wasn't like I was dating a bunch of losers. No, I was dating men who were confident, who had a direction to their life, who knew what they wanted. They carried themselves well, you know? But I always found myself not quite getting everything right. Like, every time I would date somebody, he would, he would tick off like maybe 75% of the boxes of the attributes that I was looking for in a man, but he was never, he never had it all. And I always felt like there was something not quite right about the relationship. Yes. And this continued, I continued trusting and believing. And then at a point in my life, when I was 28 to be exact, I started reading self-help books on relationships I started changing my mindset. These books helped me to open my mind to the endless possibilities of love and friendship in a relationship. And as I started reading these books, I started attracting into my life better quality men. You know, I started attracting men that were closer to what I was looking for, but there was still, there was still something off. And when I eventually met my husband, it was one of those fluke occurrences where I, I met him at a job interview. I went, I was the one looking for a job and I went for a job interview. You know what is so funny, Nia? I had already gotten a job when I went for that job interview because during that period of my life, I was trying to look for something new. I, w- I had already been in a, in, a, in, a, in a work environment for like three years and I had learned everything I needed to learn in that environment. And it had gotten to a point where I needed to make the next step in my professional life. And so I started applying for other jobs, uh, applying to other companies. And I had already gotten an interview with two companies prior to then. And I'd already even sealed the deal with one of the companies. I Technically, I already had a job. But then I, while I was applying for jobs, there was this other job that was a little late in getting back to me. But they eventually got back and asked for an interview for me. And that was the company that my husband worked in. And I kid you not, Mia, I literally was this close to canceling that interview because I already had a job. I had already gotten a job. So I was like, why do I need to go for another interview? (laughs) But a friend of mine, a friend of mine counseled me and told me that I should go for that interview because even though I might not want the job, it's good practice. It's just good practice to go for the interview and communicate with people. And it's just good practice for the real world. And so I listened to my friend and I went for the interview. And it was at that interview that I met my husband for the very first time. He was one of the people interviewing me, you know. And when I, when I went for the interview, I didn't even notice him because I was so nervous. <laughs> I was so nervous and wanting everything to be perfect that I didn't even pay attention to him. But he paid attention to me. And, you know, he started following up with me after the interview. I didn't get the job. I didn't get the job at that company. But it didn't matter anyway because I already had a job, <laughs> you know. And my husband started following up with me. He started sending me text messages, just checking on me. Initially, he tried calling me. And when I would see the number, because I didn't recognize the number, I wouldn't pick it up. So he called me several times, and I just would keep on ignoring the number. At some point, I even knew the number, because he called me so often that I could recognize the digits of the number, but I never saved it. I just was like, who's this person calling me? What the heck? You know. But eventually, I answered the phone, and he started sending me text messages. And three months from when we first met at that interview was when we went on our first date. 
And again, I'm not saying that anybody should wait three months before they say yes to a guy. Don't get me wrong. That was just my path. But, you know, the point I'm trying to make is have standards. It's a good thing that you have standards, Mia. And do not settle. Do not, do not lower your standards because of peer pressure or because all your other friends seem to be dating. You know, they might be dating guys and that's well and good. But maybe a lot of them are dating guys that are not even worthy of them you know, just because they want to be in a relationship. And so they settle for something that is not ideal just because they want to keep up with the Joneses, so to yeah. speak. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Vinny, do You're you want to ask one of your questions? Sure, I got one. I had a friend <laughs> who I talked to yesterday. He was falling over heels for this girl, but he cannot have the strength or the mentality to tell her straight up how he feels. And he worked for her for over a while, like a year at best. Because he said he just wanted to ruin the friendship, but those two had a lot of tension between each other, but none of them willing to tell each other. So I, I think you would tell me the same answer I told him, but what do you think one of them should have done? Oh, well, you know, as the man, you know, and again, I'm a bit of a traditionalist, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people who believe that a man should ask me out as a woman. You know, that's just my style, you know. And so I would say that, if both of them have been on the fence, so to speak, I mean, obviously he likes, he's, he, he adores this lady, you know, and she must have sensed it too, you know. I feel that he should just be bold enough, step up to the challenge and ask her out officially. Thank you. That's why I told him. It's like, just man up, go for it. She's not going to say it, do it. But yeah, unfortunately I'm- she went, but he missed his chance and she went back to her, her to ex her who's up. Oh, by the way, who's not a good guy? I was like, dude, you had a chance. Yeah, he should have yeah. took the chance. I was like, he I even can. told him this. There are no miracles. There are no right timing. Just do it. Yes. He's like, no, I don't want to ruin the friendships. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that has happened to me, too. <laughs> I, I can tell you stories for days. <laughs> I too, when I was in college, I had this really good friend. We were we were very good friends, and we had so much in common. We loved to travel. We loved we loved philosophy. We loved we were very worldly. Ooh, philosophy. You know, philosophy. <laughs> and we would have these very deep conversations. And you know, we even traveled together for a spring break. We, we traveled to Austria and France together, and um, we were such great friends. We were such great friends, but I, I never really saw him as more than a friend. He, he liked me. He, he wanted us to be boyfriend and girlfriend. And he, he, for many months, he just kind of like dragged along. I was, maybe he was too, I don't know. I, I can't speak for him, but maybe he was too afraid to just pop the question. And, you know, we kept on being, we were such good friends, but obviously he wanted more than friendship. And eventually, he asked me out. <laughs> and um, God bless his soul. He's, he's <laughs> such a lovely guy. And he's, he's married now, so I'm sure he's in a good place. That's you good. know, but, you know, I, I was not, I never saw him as more than a friend. And so when he finally asked me out, I kid you not, <laughs> the day, the evening he asked me out, we were, we were in France together and we were walking. He said that we should go for a walk. And so we went for a walk in, in this, in the arrondissement. I think it was the 13th arrondissement. I can't remember what neighborhood, but it was, it was a neighborhood right next to the Louvre. It was a fantastic location. We were literally a, a walking distance from the Louvre 
museum and you could see you could see the eiffel tower from our from his apartment and um he finally we went for an evening walk and he was like a bimbala can can we be boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> and i remember I, I kid you not i feel so bad but i, I it, it just wasn't there for me i remember wishing that i could there was this lady who was driving who was riding past in her bicycle and i remember feeling like running and kicking her off her bicycle and jumping on it <laughs> and, <laughs> and riding away because i was i was so scared of that question i was so scared of him asking me that question and God bless his soul. He's such a gentle yes. man. And it just wasn't meant to be. Because I've definitely I've been there before. Yeah. 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 That kind yeah. of reminds me of my next question because it kind of reminds me what you said, like you're a traditionalist and um, you usually like when the man asks you out. And I feel the same way too. This isn't someone I'm like friends with, but like maybe someone, this guy goes to my gym and I've been interested in him. But since he hasn't made any moves, I'm I'm wondering, like, what would you say is a good way to maybe, like, let them know that you're interested in them so that maybe they'll ask you out? Yes, that's a very good question. Um, as ladies, even though, yes, we want to go the traditional right, route, sometimes it's important that you, you, you give him some bait. Give him some bait so that he, he, he feels comfortable approaching you. So yeah. something you can do, Mia, is you can just go up to him in the gym and just start asking him questions about himself. Like, hey, how long have you been working out? What are your favorites? What's your favorite, you know, workout position? Or what? just ask him, just start having a conversation with him and get to know more about him and let him also get to know more about you. And as you start having these conversations with him, he'll open up, he'll open up some more. If, if he digs you, He'll open up. If he doesn't dig you, then be like, oh, move on next, you yeah. know. But, but just start having a conversation with him so that at least he feels more comfortable with you. And before you know it, he'll 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 know how to warm up to the point where he asks you out. But okay. don't just don't just like him from a distance and keep it at that. Give him a sort of green light. Give him yes. a sort of green light. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, the green light. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try yeah. that. Maybe I'll let you know next week how it goes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Pierre, do you have any questions? If I'm dating somebody and I find out that they have suffered a past trauma, should I continue pursuing a relationship with them or do you think it's better to just not go for it? Well, when, when you say trauma, what, what kind of trauma are you referring to? Uh, it could be abuse, it could be rape, any of that. Hmm. Well, you know what? We are not our mistakes or, or we, are not, we, are not, we are not our pain. So because this lady has gone through trauma, she, she's a human being. She deserves to be loved. So don't judge her based on her past judge her based on the woman that she is today and the woman that she hopes to become in the future her past is her past and you know when people go through such traumatizing experiences it's not it's not that you're playing you're playing pity party for her but if you, if the if the connection is there between you and her then be there, be her rock be there for her and let her be let your shoulder be a shoulder that she can cry on let her let let her let it be somebody that she can come to and confide in 
about her fears and her apprehensions and you know the trauma that she has gone through in the past she's a human being she deserves to be loved so don't judge her based on her past judge her based on who she is today and who she is becoming oh i love that one that yeah. was good but i got a question but that kind of reminds me i never used to hunk off a girl like she has some trauma, but the problem is she can't like to bring up the past a lot. Like she can never live in the present. She always think the past was better. So because of that, she always carried this emotional baggage with her. And late years later, when I heard about her, she's still in that same routine, like never getting on the loop. So what do you say about that? I feel like that applies to anyone in particular. That's just women, but it's men and women. Yes, yes, yeah, for sure. She she needs to let go of her past. And the thing is. Sometimes we reminisce on our past. We have nostalgic memories of some good times we had in the past. And I mean, that's normal. That's natural. But staying stuck in the past is not very healthy. You know, she needs to embrace her present and her future and look onward. She needs to look forward and be excited about the endless possibilities that will come to her in the future. She needs to let go of her past. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the reason I brought it up is, you know, sometimes when a person goes through certain things, you have to look at if they're healthy or not. That's kind of what I was getting at specifically. Mm, okay, okay. Yes. And I mean, if, 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 the, if the trauma from her past keeps on haunting her, you know, we have to be empathetic, Pierre. Sometimes we have to put ourselves in other people's shoes. That's what empathy is all about, you know. And if you truly like her peer, then help her heal from her past. But don't, don't get into a relationship out of pity. Don't, don't get into a relationship with her because, oh my God, I feel bad for what happened to her. And, you know, I just want to be there for her, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being there for her. But if you don't really, truly, deeply, authentically like her that way, then don't carry her along. Don't string her along. Just be, be there for her as a friend nice. and keep it on the friendship level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then. I think that's a good point. The mm. friendship first, especially if they're still going through something hard like that. Oh, definitely. Um, I know we're getting towards the end. No, you, go, you can ask that or ask. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess this will be my last question. So how do you feel about like since during COVID, it's like kind of hard for single people to meet new people. What would you suggest like is a good way to meet people during COVID? Well, um, a good way to meet people is through online dating. That's one of the options available. Um, Freddie has mentioned in the past karaoke, going to a karaoke within obviously a social distance kind of environment. You know, if you're not really into online dating, because some people are just not, they, they just can't deal with the whole concept of online dating. That's you can go to like a social event that is like maybe outdoors or in a setting that has already been, has been created to accommodate social distancing. And just have fun, meet people, relax, enjoy yourself. The thing with this virus is that a lot of it, a lot of the emotions that come with the idea of this virus are all, they're all rooted in fear. They're rooted in fear. A lot of people are fearful of what they don't even know or cannot explain, you know, because the media and whomever, people have just made this, have created this hysteria 
around this virus. And I'm not saying that it is, it is illegitimate, it is very real. But do not let fear control your actions. Let love be what controls you. I've said this before and I'll say it again. There are two fundamental emotions in this universe, love or fear. You can either be loving or you can be fearful. You cannot be both at the same time. So if you choose love over fear, then love will guide you in the direction of your dreams. But if you choose fear, then you'll continue to be paralyzed by the what ifs, the, the hows, the whys, the whos, you know, but choose love and let love guide you. Go out, take your mask, practice social distancing, but don't hold yourself up in your home and get depressed or bored because all you see are walls every day and you're not really interacting with people in a way that gives you joy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Yeah. Oh, man, I want to ask you something. <laughs> well, um, I, I guess we are coming to the end of the Ask Dear Abby show. It was fun talking to all of you, Vinny, Mia, and Pierre. I love talking to you guys. I love hearing what you have to say. I love, you know, sharing in your experiences. And I know that as you continue to choose love over fear, Love is always the answer and it will make a way for you. God bless you. Take care and stay positive. AskDearAbby.com Dear Abby is a life coaching company that was founded by Abby Awotasu. At Dear Abby, we believe in empowering single women to unapologetically own their identities and grow in self-love. We know that in order for you to find true, meaningful, lasting love, you must first love and fully embrace yourself, flaws and all. Contact us today at askdearabby.com for your personalized coaching session that will get you on the path to ultimately finding your soulmate. And follow Dear Abby on social media at AskDearAbby on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.